Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years, and happy to say so. Huge show for you again today. We're going to go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line in just a minute. Welcome in Reese Davis. He's the host of College Game Day an ESPN personality for the better part of my lifetime, a guy I've always loved watching on TV. So he'll join us to take us through what the college game day experience has been like, as short as it has been so far there in Bozeman. We're also going to hear from Ian Lair, the voice of the Bozeman Hawks, and now the new voice of Montana State men's basketball as well on the TV. We'll talk a variety of different sports, including AA State Championship game. Bobby Houck. Will join us here uh, just a little while as well. The uh, head coach of the Montana Grizzlies. Our number two jam packed. We got some NFL conversations plus some rivalry game conversations with Brooks Nuanas, my brother, and our co-founder SkylineSportsMT.com. Go-to guy when it comes to talking college football. Then we got some fun stories from the Montana State side of the rivalry. Joey Thomas, who was a third-round draft pick out of Montana State, played for the Green Bay Packers, had a great college and NFL career. He's now a defensive coach down there at the University of Texas. He'll join us about 5.30 to tell us uh, his favorite memories from the uh, fiercest rivalry in the West. We go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in. The guy of many and most of you are going to be watching on your TV here uh, come Saturday. It's Reese Davis, the host of College Game Day. Reese, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. First and foremost, we do a sort of a version of College Game Day as an ESPN affiliate uh, before college football games in this state. And I must say, it's one of the most fun and also one of the most difficult things we do because you're broadcasting, there's crowd all around you, they're going crazy, they're asking and telling and all these sorts of things. Uh, So from your mind, you've been doing this for a while now at College Game Day. How did you first kind of learn how to settle into the chaos and what is the most chaotic part about being on college campuses around the country? Uh, that's a great question. I, I think it was a fairly easy transition for me into a football game day eight years ago because I was um, I did the first college basketball game day in 2005. So I've been doing it doing that for a number of years. Now certainly the crowds are bigger. It's a more uh, complex show. It's a longer show. Um, you know there are a lot of, there are a lot of differences between the two. But just in terms of working through the noise and the crowd and, and the chaos. 
I, I think that probably gave me some good experience in doing it. I, I think, you know, it didn't, I think the number one thing is just don't, don't get distracted, but also don't get detached, you know, you, because you want to be able to share that environment with the people at home and also have a connection as best you can with the people who came out on campus to see the show. You know, you want to, uh, you want to show them your appreciation for that and, and sort of have a reason for being there and not just have it be like a studio show that happens to be set outside. So, um, you know, there's, there's a little bit of a balance between it and probably, probably the most difficult thing is, um, and the thing that always takes constant adjustment is knowing when to acknowledge a reaction or when to acknowledge a sign or when to point out, you know, something that's happening in the crowd and when it might be better for the people at home um, to resist and let it, let it slide a little bit until next time. Well, great advice. I will certainly take that to heart, and uh, we really appreciate it. But you've been in Montana now for just a little while. I, I saw so many different videos and pictures and Instagram reels and all these different things of the college game day buses pulling there into Bozeman, and we can't wait to get there uh, tomorrow. should be a really fun weekend. What's the reception been like? What have you thought of your time, even uh, albeit short, in Montana so far? I mean, it's beautiful. I've never been here before, and it's, uh, it's just spectacular scenery. Uh, that's the first thing that strikes you as soon as you land. And a lot of times, because of things we were just talking about with the show, I have a tendency to hole up in the hotel room and, and prep the show. And when I, when I pulled in here, I was like, no, I, I can't do this. I've at least got to go walk around town a little bit and kind of, you know, get a feel and a vibe. And I try to do that a little bit, but um, uh, everywhere I go. But I walked downtown in Bozeman and had a, had a great breakfast, had the father of one of the Montana State players who uh, walked by and asked me if I was looking for a place to eat and said, if you go, you know, in this place called Jam, he said, it's the best breakfast in town. And I mean, but this was afternoon and I was like, they're still serving breakfast. And boy, was I glad they were. It was phenomenal. But, you know, people were nice. Um, had a couple of people come up and talk about the bus arrival, which I didn't see, but I, I'd hoped to get over here in time, but I didn't quite make it. But, uh, uh, you know, I think it's been, it, it's, it's a great town. Um, you know, it's been very hospitable up to this point and we're, we're excited, uh, excited to get out there and do a great show Saturday morning. College game day in town in Bozeman. Reese Davis joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. College game day, if you haven't heard, descends upon Bozeman. They're already there, and that should be a great show on Saturday to highlight uh, this historic rivalry. Reese, just tell us about that element of it. I mean, I think people around the big sky and around the state of Montana have been very eager uh, for an opportunity like this to showcase Big Sky Conference football. This is obviously one of the prominent rivalries in this region. And when you talk about the history of it in all the country, really, what are your, what is your take on this early on? And, uh, you know, how much are you excited to maybe cover something new and, and have a, an experience covering a rivalry that you guys haven't touched on yet before? Well, you know, that, that's really, I think, what gives the show its kind of its soul so to speak. Now it's, it's driven, you know, there's no point in being disingenuous. It's certainly driven by, you know, covering the uh, highest level of FBS games. But one of the things the show has prided itself on for many years is covering the entirety of the sport. And Ohio state, Michigan is not the only great rivalry and it's not the only one that's important to fans. 
And so I think when we go to a place where we haven't been and give the fans and those programs an opportunity to show their passion and show their love for the sport and their team and their university um, and their, their city, as the case may be, that it's, uh, it's sort of invigorating. I mean, not that, you know, we're always excited. And there's always an adrenaline rush, as you know, from, from doing your show, going out in front of the crowd. But when you go someplace new and they're really excited just about, they're excited about two things. They're excited about the game, but they're also excited that you're there. That's, that's humbling. And it's also, it, it, you know, it's sort of validating in a lot of ways because you feel like that, um, that people are proud that, you know, that you're there. And because of that, I think it shows uh, the place that college game day has taken in the landscape of college football. And we, you know, we take that seriously. Uh, we try not to take ourselves seriously about it, but uh, we we understand the responsibility, and we uh, always want to show a deep appreciation for the value that that the fans place on having us come come to their city, as it were. So, um, you know, it's it's something that that's always very gratifying, and we enjoy. It. College football has evolved so much so rapidly these last couple of years, and in some ways, it's been hard to watch. In other ways, it's been awesome to see. For you, what, what keeps you ignited in your love of the game? Because that comes through when you watch it on the TV. So what has kept Reese Davis just in, involved and in love with college football? Uh, well, thank you for that. I mean, I, I think it's just part of my – it's just part of who I am. You know, I don't – I never want it to be too important because, you know, I've, we all know – we all understand scope and perspective in terms of, you know, family and faith and things of that nature being far more important than your job. But, you know, this is – this is a, a pretty good chunk of my DNA. You know, and it has been since I was a little kid. You know, I've, I've loved this sport since I, can, since I can remember. The first football season I remember, and I hate to give away my age, but anybody can look it up on the Internet, so it doesn't matter. Um, the first football season I remember is 1971. And I, you know, I've studied about all the seasons or, you know, before that and remember virtually all of them from this point, uh, that point forward. And it's just always been something that has been important to me that I've had a deep love for, uh, maybe even too deep sometimes, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's something that is important to me. It's a, it always has been growing up sort of part of the culture. I grew up in Alabama and that's, you know, that's, that's part of the fabric of the culture there. And you sort of grow up with it and it becomes something that you not only can't shake, you really don't want to. So, you know, I'm always excited for the season and the most disappointing thing about college football to me is that the season goes so quickly and here we are in late November and it's almost over. And that's, I always think, uh, while, uh, national championship night is, is fun and, you know, it's always a, a great scene. I'm always, I'm honored to be able to be up there to present the trophy every year, but I always have a, have a distinct sadness about it because it's over and the anticipation starts building for next season pretty soon. Reese Davis joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN College Game Day in Bozeman, Montana for the 121st version of the fiercest rivalry in the West. Uh, last couple things for you, Reese. You mentioned you've never been to Montana. What's the coldest broadcast you guys have ever done? Because I'm seeing single, <laughs> single digits, if not negative digits, tomorrow or on Saturday morning. Hey, I, was trying, I was trying to think of it. And eight years on the show, now there have been a lot of times I've been really cold. Man, I mean, I was so cold at Ohio State the year 2016 when they played Michigan. That was freezing that day. I don't, I don't know if it was single digits, but it was really a damp cold. 
too. You know, so there was there was that. We went to Kalamazoo uh, when PJ Fleck was at Western Michigan, the year that they had an undefeated regular season, and it was uh, it was snowing sideways that day, and you know, so it was windy and cold there too. But I'm I'm going to say in my eight years on the show that if we have single digits at kickoff seven a.m. local time Saturday morning, I think that's going to set the record at least for me. It might set the all-time college game day record because. Um, you know, I'll tell you another time I was cold was the first two hours national championship night in 2014 in of all places Arlington, Texas. It was freezing there. I I wasn't I wasn't sure I was going to be able to move my lips to be able to speak. <laughs> but um, you know, I know it's like 15 degrees outside, but I walked downtown a little while ago, and um, you know, now after I walked back, I was like, okay, that was. Uh, that was uh, unfortunate that I, I forgot my earmuffs, so we're going to have to purchase some of those. But because the ears were cold, but everything else was pretty was pretty pleasant. So I think it's I think it's going to be fine Saturday morning. Well, I saw that Desmond Howard he's got his Johnny Cash suit on. He's put it all over Twitter, but I think the guy's going to need an overcoat to go with that outfit. I, well, let me tell you, trust me, Desmond will have an overcoat. Now, <laughs> if it dips, this is funny because Desmond grew up. Uh, grew up in Cleveland and played at Michigan and played for the Green Bay Packers. And if uh, if that thing if that temperature dips below fifty, Desmond's reaching for the gloves and the earmuffs and the coat. Uh, it comes with living in Miami now, I guess. So. <laughs> we gotta love it. Well, uh, last thing for you then: what do you hope to learn about this rivalry, and, and uh, what maybe do you not know already that uh, maybe you want to know by the time this experience is all over? I just want to see the intensity and the passion. I want to see the the fans and how they react to one another and how they react to our show. Uh, I, I mean, that's really that's what separates this sport from everything else. Uh, no matter no matter whether it's the FBS level or FCS level or Great Division three rivalry, you know, that's what separates it is the way that it is part of the people. And I, I want to I want to experience that. So from all I've read. Uh, particularly this year, but really over the last couple of years when this has been on our radar. This is, they've played so often, it's so important to the people of this state and really the people of the region. I want to experience that and see it firsthand, see it for myself. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that on Saturday. Well, I know it's a busy time of year as always, and I know you're a busy guy. So thanks for taking some time with us here, and uh, best of luck. I hope you don't freeze too bad on Saturday morning. <laughs> uh, but thanks for taking some time for us, Reese. Thanks, thanks a lot. Take care. Bye-bye. There you go. Reese Davis, the host of ESPN College Game Day. Amazing. I love it, man. It's, uh, yeah, I think that the, the, the older you get and the longer you work uh, in media and, and just get opportunities to meet people and, and be around, I think that the two things that I'm always humbled by and, and also always invigorated by are – one, it's uh, it's amazing to watch your life come full circle, and also just the opportunities that uh, land in front of you. Uh, you know, just depending on which turn you take. And you know, when I was 12 years old, would I ever thought I was going to be talking to Reese Davis on the radio? I don't know. But then the other part that's so cool is that then you realize that people are just people. You know, we we all have similar desires for connection and uh, camaraderie and love and peace and all of these things. And so, you know, great guy and uh, happy to have Reese uh, on the show. And uh, it's a hoopla over there in Bozeman already, man. I'm telling you, 
My phone's been blowing up off the hook. Sorry if you texted me or called me this week and I haven't gotten back to you. I apologize, but also not really. I just, uh, you know, I've been on the phone for, I, I feel like, just r- relentlessly. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to keep it all on track, but it should be a, a wonderful and uh, one-of-a-kind weekend in Bozeman, Montana, as Montana takes on Montana State for the 121st time. And, oh, by the way, ESPN College Game Day on the ground in Bozeman. It's Nuanas now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We have some fun giveaways coming up for you. We have a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warren's Market like we usually do. That'll take place here in about half an hour. We also are about an hour and a half away from, from giving you a cool Rivalry Weekend prize package. We got a $50 gift card for you to Town Pump. Get you fueled up or maybe get you some snacks for the drive or, or whatever you want to use it for. We got a $50 gift card to Town Pump. We've been doing that each week throughout this football season. Town Pump by the mile. We also, though, are going to give you a couple vouchers for breakfast at the Farmer's Daughter Cafe. So we've been teasing this all week, uh, but now we'll give it to you about 530. So stay tuned for that. Farmer's Daughter Cafe is uh, attached to the RSVP Hotel right there on 7th Street in the heart of Bozeman. Uh, it's a great place. I've I've eaten there uh, several times. The uh, the farmer's daughters, as it were, the gals who who started it and, and run it, the Folkford sisters, uh, friends of mine, great ladies, uh, love spending time with them, and uh, they've done a great thing there with uh, this awesome boutique hotel, the RSVP Hotel, as well as uh, this awesome cafe it has some of the best brunch uh, anywhere in Bozeman. Great taste makes you feel good, and that's what you should expect from the Farmer's Daughter Cafe and Eatery, located in the heart of the RSVP Motel in Bozeman. This cafe takes you through the fields and farms of Montana with each fresh ingredient. So we'll give you a couple vouchers to go uh, try out some brunch there uh, at the Farmer's Daughter Cafe. So anybody that's going over to Bozeman, you want to win a prize, boom, you go uh, get your town pump, get over there, and then have some uh, some brunch on Sunday. Sounds pretty darn good to me. We'll do that about 5.30, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about this uh, football game. We'll bring in Andrew Houghton, our producer uh, here at uh, ESPN Radio, as well as a contributing writer, SkylineSportsMT.com. Go check out SkylineSportsMT.com. We were just pouring the content out. Got all sorts of new stuff, even just fresh just from this afternoon. Got our recent, uh, our latest rivalry matchup stories. Uh, up there also did a little impromptu special hit with our guy Ryan Tutel, uh, former co-host of this show. Uh, he and I recorded something for about half an hour this morning because you know he called me and asked me what's going on. I'm like, well, why don't we just put this up on the on the podcast network? So new Big Sky Breakdown podcast with Ryan Tutel. Then I also have finished my arduous task, which is going through the rosters and identifying each and every Montanan. That's not the hard part though. Then putting it all on a spreadsheet and seeing which high schools and which cities are best represented and what are the overall cities that are represented. We got our Montana Maid series up 51 Treasure State Natives playing for the Montana Grizzlies in Saturday's game, 42 from the Montana State Bobcats. So go check those stories out. Uh, highlights all the Montana guys in this game, all 93 of them. So uh, if you want to see who's who, who's from where, which cities and towns are best represented, how many different towns are represented. 
guys from AA, AB, all that sort of stuff. We got it all laid out for you there. So go check those out at SkylineSportsMT.com. Andrew, when we get to this point of the week, you and I both have, have talked and written so much about this game that sometimes it find, you find it uh, a challenge to not just say the same things over and over again. Is there anything new that you've been thinking about or anything new that's uh, sort of come up to you uh, that has anything to do with this game uh, over the last day or two? Uh, well, it's been tough, Coulter. I mean, we've been uh, we've been deep among the trees here at Skyline Sports and ESPN Radio because we're examining every aspect of this game, every possible matchup, um, and it, it can be difficult sometimes to see the big picture when you're examining things that granularly. I'm just interested to see, I think, more and more as we get closer and closer, just what the atmosphere is going to be like on Saturday morning yeah. and, and what having the national spectacle of college game day, uh, how that's going to change the feel of this game. I, You know, Coulter, I haven't been to a Cat-Grizz game over in Bozeman at least since I was in college, I believe. Wow. Uh, so that'll be new for me as well, just to experience that atmosphere again, try to, um, you know, contrast it with my memories from back then, and then also contrast it with my memories um of other Cat Grizz games I've seen over here in Missoula, just how much does having college game day there change the atmosphere? I was really thinking about this. I think that it's a huge... I think that the storyline, the the primary storyline in this game centers upon the Bobcat football program and specifically their head coach, Brent Vegan. Because you know, there's always pressure that goes along with this game. And, and make no mistake, if the Grizz were to lose this game and uh, Bobby Houck was to fall to 1-3 and three against the Bobcats since returning as Montana's head coach and the Grizz were on the playoff bubble and potentially missed the playoffs when they were the you know number two team in the nation at one point during this season and the preseason Big Sky favorites, all those things would be very, very impactful and huge storylines. That said, this is a golden opportunity for Montana State to truly stamp what has been one of the great years across the athletic department in the history of the Big Sky Conference. I mean, the year of the Bobcat, you know, a lot of people were depending it as the last academic year, so 2021 into 2022. But then if you were to even take it one step further and, and have a calendar year of 2022 that included NCAA tournament appearances for your men's and women's basketball teams, a national ranking for your men's cross-country team, a national championship berth for the football team in January, and then if you were to win this game, your first Big Sky Conference title in 10 years, plus the first rivalry win under Brent Vegan. I just think it's it's a enormous opportunity, but also an enormous uh, moment for Bobcat Athletics to have a nationally syndicated pregame show in town and then have your rival here I also think that the results of this game is going to have massive ramifications about the narratives of these programs and the narratives of these head coaches coming up. I mean, if if you are Brent Vegan right now, you are 14-0 against the rest of the Big Sky Conference and 0-1 against Montana. Are you going to make it 14-2 or 15-1 and and you're going to have a win against Montana? That's huge because no matter how we ever want to explain it or slice it or whatever – if you lose to the Grizz 
even if you beat everybody else, it's going to have so much noise from your fan base. I think there's too much into that. But I know I'm in the minority on that. There'll be people saying, this guy can't win the big one. This guy can't beat the Grizz. You know, blah, 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 blah. We wish we had Jeff Chope back. Even though Brett Vegan has won at a much higher rate other than this Grizz game. And it's a smaller sample size so far. But he's been outstanding. The one thing he needs to do to sort of really cement the ascension as one of the great coaches in the FCS, one of the great coaches in the Big Sky Conference, and one of the best coaches even in his short time at Montana State is to beat the Grizz. So I think that Montana State has such a huge opportunity here. And I think that, you know, again, the fallout from the result on either side for the Grizz will certainly be noticeable and uh, have ramifications. But the 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 consequences and the uh, the benefits and or non-benefits for Montana State are are absolutely enormous. And uh, so it's going to be fun to continue to analyze this stuff. We'll hear from Bobby Houck before our number one is over. Montana head football coach. We will also hear from Joey Thomas, a Montana State legend, a former third-round draft pick in the NFL by the Green Bay Packers, and a guy who was a part of getting this rivalry back to balanced. Forever, Montana dominated it. But the streak was snapped in 2002. Joey Thomas was on that team, and then he capped it with a Cat Grizz win in 2003. So we'll hear from the former Montana State corner a little later on as well. About 5.30, he'll be coming up. Uh, so we'll, plenty of rivalry talk on the way. Got to highlight some of the high school kids, though, as well. Ian Laird will join us on the other side. He is the play-by-play man for both the Bozeman high school teams. So he got to do a little uh, synchronicity last week as Bozeman High played Bozeman Gallatin for a right to go to the state championship game. Ian will break down that game for us, give us a preview of the double-A game, maybe even talk some Kakaris football. And, oh, by the way, he's the new play-by-play guy for Montana State men's basketball on the video stream as well. So we'll talk a little bit about Danny Sprinkle's squad too. Ian Laird, next. Keep it right here. No one is now ESPN Radio. College athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuwana is here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. Bunch of free stuff coming your way, so keep it tuned right here. Tune on is now on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Got some town pump gift card action for you, plus some brunch vouchers to the Farmer's Daughter Cafe over there in Bozeman. That's coming up about 5.30, so stay tuned for that. We're also about 15 minutes away from giving you a free six-pack of beer and a sandwich, courtesy of Warden's Market, right here in downtown Missoula. So stay tuned for that as well. 
Bobby Houck coming up in about 45 minutes. Brooks Nwana is coming up in about half an hour. And Joey Thomas coming up in about an hour. But right now, we are joined by Ian Laird, the play-by-play guy for both the high, AA high schools there in Bozeman. And now he's got a new gig, too, calling the Montana State basketball games on ESPN+. Plus. Ian, what's up, my guy? How you doing? Oh, just freezing out here, standing by the game day uh, tent, <laughs> waiting for it to start. Well, I love it. I've got no, it I'm not actually. Oh, okay. Well, I, I would not be surprised if you were. What's the semen like, though? You're there in Bozeman. I've gotten all sorts of pictures and uh, videos and everything. So uh, how's it going over there? What's it like? It's been pretty crazy. A uh, lot, of, lot of people downtown. When the bus went through, they drove it downtown and then up to uh, campus. Tons of people lining the uh, streets there. A lot of college kids out. Uh, a lot of buzz for it. Um, more than I thought there would be from the college kids. I knew us older generation would love it because we've watched it for a long time. I didn't know how much these young kids even watched college game day. Normally sleeping through it, I think. But uh, tons of signs already that I've seen. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. It's, it's pretty great. Well, it is certainly an exciting uh, time there in Bozeman across the board, including at the high school level, I think there was a lot of talk about um, what impact Bozeman Gallatin High School's opening would have on Bozeman High's athletics, uh, and a lot of the talk was about the football. And uh, Bozeman Gallatin's gotten really good, really fast. They were in the semifinals in the third year of their high school's history, but the Bozeman Hawks into the state championship game at the AA level for the seventh time since 2010. So Levi Weshi's crew continues uh, to just have great, great success. Uh, let's talk about the game last week, though. A Bozeman versus Bozeman, which was a completely unique and new thing. Uh, we hadn't really had a relevant crosstown game there in Bozeman yet until this year. And then we had two in the span of about a month. And I know you do the play-by-play for both these high schools. So uh, just take us through it. What was the action like last week at Van Winkle, Van Winkle Stadium? It was great. Um, it, was, it was kind of a weird feeling that, all right, no matter what happens, a Bozeman team is going to be in the championship game. No matter who wins this, is either going to be Bozeman High, uh, under Weshi again, or Gallatin for the first time in a, only their third year as a program. That, that was really cool. The uh, rivalry was there. It's no Cat Grizz type rivalry yet um, with the animosity and everything, but it was, it was really exciting for the town. Uh, everybody showed up. It was kind of a bummer. A couple of the key players uh, didn't play a ton, one for Bozeman and one for Gallatin. And so, uh, but it was super cold. Um, snow had hit earlier in the day, and they had, they had swept that off. But you could tell the the field was slick. But uh, both teams played great, uh, and, and it was great for the town. I mean, knowing, like I said, that one of these teams from Bozeman is going to play in the championship game, no matter what. When it comes to Gallatin, how do you sum up their season? Because it was a great year, their best year in their short history. So, um, how would you just say just sum up what the Raptors were able to accomplish this year? Well, if you talk to J.P. Flynn, it was a total failure. And they lost the last game, and that's all that matters because that's the way that he uh, talks about the team and everything. I think it was a huge success. Um, I think it was that next step in the program for, okay, we we were first year, we, we took our lumps. Second year, we lost some close games. This year, they won those close games except for one. Um, it also showed they still have a ways to go. I mean, they're only a third-year program, but there's still still a lot to build on. But you can see those younger kids, those juniors this year, going to be seniors next year, a lot bigger from hitting the weights, um, kind of buying into Chandler's program. Uh, 
it went really, really well, and, and I think they should be super happy for where they're at. Again, never satisfied because you lose to Bozeman in the semifinals. But like I told the coaches after the game, there's 12 other teams that would die to be at the position they were at uh, in the AA last week. Ian Laird joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Ian, the play-by-play man for both the Bozeman High Schools and the Hawks are into the state championship game yet again. Uh, Ian, the uh, Bozeman and Helena Capital played earlier this year, but it was a really long time ago. Do we take anything from that game as we enter now into the state championship game uh, on Friday in Helena? You know, I, I think a key to uh, Levi Weshi's teams throughout the year is they get better at the end of the year. And Capital played them the second game of the year. They had to go to Missoula to play uh, Sentinel, the first game who hadn't lost, what, in 800 years or something like that at home, and then come back and play Capital on the road. I think it was it was warmer, and Capital's speed was um, a little much for Bozeman that early in the year, but I think they figured stuff out. I wouldn't take a ton of it. Uh, from that first game, I mean, you always have to take a little bit. Uh, what I would say is it showed how quick Helena Capital's defensive front is. Uh, a couple kids going to the Cats and the Grizz. From that front, there's a ton of speed uh, on the outside. But I, I think the Hawks have really improved uh, their offensive line coming coming into this game and throughout the year. So I wouldn't take a ton of it, but uh, it's definitely going to come down to can Hawks offensive line stop uh, a great rush from Capital. You also have a new responsibility, a new endeavor, and you're going to be on the uh, the ESPN Plus calls for uh, Bobcat basketball. And uh, somehow, some way, there's basketball <laughs> going on. There's a, the Grizz open up in Missoula tonight. And there's some home games in Bozeman tomorrow. Uh, first of all, congratulations! But um, what is your Thank thoughts? You. What, what's your thoughts on the Bozeman on the uh, Bobcat basketball teams now as you go into your home openers on Friday night? Well, first, I think we can finally just say Bozeman is title town. Uh, the Hawks are playing in the state championship Friday. Uh, Friday night, the men and women both play in in a doubleheader. The men are at five thirty against Warner Pacific uh, and the. Women are right after that against North Dakota. They're going to drop the banners for their both their Big Sky Championships. And then you have Cat Grizz for the chance for the Cats to win the uh, Big Sky Championship there. So I think we can call us title town now for sure. Um, when it comes to the men, I think they're, I think they're still figuring out their backcourt. Uh, Frontcourt is going to be a problem for any team they play this year when you've got uh, the two big guys that they have down low. Um Bello is just a handful, and then you bring in Great off of the bench, who's bigger and maybe even stronger than Jabril. It's going to be tough, I think, for teams. But right now they're figuring out that backcourt. They lost, they lost a lot of talent uh, back there from graduation, uh, got some good transfers in, um, but I think they're still kind of you know learning the ropes of, of how to play as a team. But knowing Sprinkle, they'll be there, uh, they'll be there really quick. Should be fun. Can't believe college basketball is always already here, and it's always crazy when it's going on at the exact same time as the rivalry. Ian Laird joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and ESPN MT app. Last thing for you, man, what's uh, your take on this football game on Saturday in Bozeman? Oh, is there? I didn't even know. I <laughs> forgot there even was one. Um, I, I think it should be a good game. Cat uh, Grizz is always close. Uh, normally, it's always uh, 
you think one team like, oh, this team is, is way more talented. They're going to take care of the other one. And it turns out to be the opposite or, or a, a much more contested game. Again, kind of like the state championship game, I think it'll come down to the offensive and defensive lines. Um, Cats haven't shown that they can throw the ball particularly well, but they can run it like crazy. And the Grizz at times look okay passing the ball, uh, but their defense is phenomenal uh, the way that they play it. And so uh, I think it'll really come down to that. I don't think that Grizz offense is going to do too much. And the, the Cats' defense is a work in progress, but I think the offense of the Cats against the defense of the Grizz is going to be uh, is going to be really fun to see. And a healthy Tommy throughout the whole game. Uh, Tommy Malat just came in sparingly in the last one, uh, so with him starting the whole game, I think it'll be uh, it'll be electric. All sorts of stuff going on all around the state of Montana, and Ian Laird's on the call for a great many of uh, the things that are happening. Thanks for being here, man, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All right. See you. There you go. Crazy being so busy, right? I mean, you got to even call it high school playoffs, and then you go call some college basketball, and uh, it's hard to keep it all together. I was talking to Keaton Gologli, who's the uh, new voice of the Bobcats over there at Montana State, and he's calling those two doubleheaders on Friday night as well, then gets his first dose uh, of the, the rivalry as well, uh, the football rivalry on Saturday. So, uh Busy, busy, busy time of year. Hard to keep it all straight, but, man, it's a lot of fun, and we always just try to soak it all in and, uh, you know, have some gratitude and be mindful of what we're doing so that we can enjoy the moments along with all of you. ton of fun stuff, ton of free stuff coming up, including right now, you want a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Morton's Market? Call us. Call number 4406-888-1029. That's 888 We got a six-pack of beer, any six-pack of your choice, and any sandwich of your choice, courtesy of Warden's Market. Warden's Market is located uh, at the corner of Spruce and Higgins, right there in the heart of downtown Missoula. That is Missoula's oldest grocery store and also just one of the coolest, hippest places you're going to go here in the Garden City. So if you want a free six-pack of beer and a free sandwich from Warden's Market, call us right now, 888-1029. That's 888 888- 1029, car number four. We got a six pack and a semi, courtesy of Warden's Market. Keep on talking rivalry football game. We'll hear from Montana head coach Bobby Houck right after this. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Radio. Welcome back. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I am Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. You haven't heard, College Game Day is coming to Bozeman. I just got word that they said that Lee Corso will be there, one of the uh, cornerstone and uh, most iconic members of the broadcast team. He was not on College Game Day last week. I guess uh, Coach Corso has been sick, but he'll be there, so uh, you'll have the 
the infamous, or I guess uh, notorious, putting the mascot's head on or the helmet or whatever for the picks. Uh, so a moment that is iconic amongst college football fans and uh, certainly will be cool to see just the spectacle that is when it comes to ESPN College Game Day at long last here in the state of Montana. We've talked a lot about the uh, the matchups in this game, but let's hear from one of the head coaches. It's our Hauk highlights featuring sound bites from Montana head coach Bobby Hauk. It's presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller Law Firm has established a strong, well-earned reputation with their respected attorneys in criminal defense and personal injury. Nate Holloway can handle the most complex criminal defense cases, while Paul Ryan is known for his high acumen for DUI cases. Angie Miller has a biology degree, which gives her an elevated expertise in evaluating personal injury and medical malpractice cases. Together, the trio can help you no matter what your legal need. Case evaluation is free, and the phone line is always open 24-7. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Bobby Houck from earlier this week. Sure, it it was great to get a... Uh, dominating win over Eastern. Thought we played well in all three phases. Uh, you know, there's some things we need to do better. We we gave up too many yards. We weren't very good on third down on offense, and and I didn't think we punted it well. So uh, we'll we'll keep working on everything, trying to be better. But uh, that win puts us in the playoffs, I think. So now we can just get on and get ready for the next one. So I, I guess it's time to talk about that. Um, in terms of the rivalry game, you know, I I know they're uh, they're well coached. Coach Vegan does a a great job, man. He's a good coach. He's a good man. I have a lot of respect for him and how he does it. He'll have them ready to go. Um, I'm excited for this game. I I love playing down there. I just always have. Um, I've just always really enjoyed it. I think I saw my first college football game there and. Just kind of always have, have enjoyed the games down there. So um, we've played well lately. Um, we're going to need to play well again in order to have a chance to win this game. Uh, I, I assume we'll be a, an underdog in the game, but we've beaten this opponent 73 times in the history of this rivalry. And outside of Nebraska is 91 over Kansas. I don't know if there's a division one team with more wins over one opponent so we kind of have a feeling like we ought to win this game too um preparation's interesting in our conference you know it's hard to get a gauge on people um you know i'm sure it's the same for them we've seen them against uh you know let's see we've seen them against cal poly eastern idaho state we haven't seen them against Sac State or Idaho. They haven't seen us against Northern Arizona or, or uh, Northern Colorado. And then there's obviously some others, too. But uh, we're well into our prep. We've been studying the film for a couple of days now. We'll probably dig into the Oregon State game a little bit because they seem to have success against them. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's time to get ready for this game, and it'll be a big game on Saturday. Uh, Coach, with game day coming down there, are you – you know, more excited about the opportunity for the state and the rivalry to be showcased, or is there any kind of feeling of being upset that they kind of snubbed Missoula last year? Which way are you leaning? 
It doesn't really have anything to do with us. And it's eyes on our program, which is it's good when the people are watching the Grizz. And which, um, what do you want people to take away and learn about your program, you know, w- with this opportunity when it's all said and done? Let's, I, I'm into, let's talk about the game. I, I don't care about that stuff. I tried to indicate that. Coach, it seems like in the run game, Montana State's doing different stuff than they have done the last couple of years, a lot more outside zone. What do you think of the matchup just in terms of your run defense against uh, that run scheme? Well, they're rushing for a lot of yards and, and putting up a lot of points. Um, expect the quarterback to run it a lot. Um, the quarterbacks are their leading rushers. So, um, you know, there's some option component to it. Uh, you know, it's, it's similar to what they have done in the past. I mean, they, were, they ran all this stuff last year against us. You mentioned that they have two quarterbacks, but it doesn't seem like it changes much, uh, no matter if Tommy Millard or, or Sean Chambers is in the game. Do you see that? Yeah, it's real similar. They, they aren't changing their offense. They're, they're similar guys. Um, you know, recent weeks, um, 10 hasn't played. So I, I don't know about that. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't change. Coach, obviously, Malat played against you guys last year, but limited um, at that point. What have you seen as far as his maybe growth since you faced him last? Yeah, I don't remember how many snaps he played last year against us. Probably 25. Um, he's a good player. Done a good job. Obviously, he's leading him in rushing. He's done a good job. Defensively, they've obviously lost a few big names from last year and have given up some yards the last few weeks. What do you see from them uh, defensively? Um, they're, they're very multiple on third down. Um, obviously, they're not telling us how they're going to play us, so we've had to begin preparation for a lot of different things. Um, you know, I, I think they play hard. Uh, I think they're a tough team. I think that stems from their head coach and goes on through the team. It seems like we talk about it every week, Bobby, but uh, how do you earn a, a uh, advantage on special teams uh, in a game like this? You know, sometimes you get to this time of the year and you worry about the weather and all that stuff. Um, that seemed to be okay the last couple of weeks. Um you know, field conditions down there better now that they've got turf. I mean, it's not going to be frozen or greased like a couple of games in memory that stick out in my mind. Um, so, you know, it's really about handling the ball and punting it, kicking it. Uh, you know, and I, I think Pat touched on this a little bit. You know, this is all we're talking about a lot of the hype around this game, but for our guys, it's about execution and technique and playing hard which they will and so will the other teams so it comes down to execution is that the key factors then in your mind going to bozeman for victory well anywhere but yeah yeah this weekend included there you go bobby halk montana head football coach going into the rivalry he's played in a great many of these he's coached a great many of these i should say first time around uh, at montana Coach Elk was five and two against the Bobcats, and he's one and two since uh, returning. So six and four in his previous ten against the rival, and uh, they got the eleventh matchup under Coach Elk and the hundred and twenty-first matchup overall upcoming 
in Bozeman on Saturday. That is our Hauk Highlights. It's presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller Law Firm has established a strong, well-earned reputation with their respected attorneys in criminal defense and personal injury. Nate Holloway, Paul Ryan, and Angie Miller all have a fierce love for this Missoula community, and together the trio can help you no matter your legal need. Case evaluation is free, and the phone line is always open 24-7. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. For the first time ever, we're a little bit early. How about that? We're going to stay right on track. Upcoming, we got a cool prize package for you coming up. $50 gift card to Town Pump, Town Pump by the Mile, but also we're going to throw in a couple vouchers for brunch at the Farmer's Daughter Cafe in Bozeman. So we'll do that in about half an hour. Also, if you're watching on TV or streaming on the app, you see we got a bunch of new swag. I'm wearing my second new shirt in as many days. Uh, I got to say thanks to Nate and the boys over at Graphic Imprints. Graphic Imprints is based in Billings, but uh, Nate Dolan is the sales guy on the ground here in Missoula, and uh, he can get you all geared up. If you got a business out there that you want to get branded, you want to get some swag for you, yourself, your clients, your customers, uh, it's always good to have brand name recognition and uh, always good to, you know, just get that name out there. So if you want to uh, get a hold of Nate, you can... Reach him at nate at graphic-imprints.com. Or you can also visit their website, graphic-imprints.com as well. Appreciate them for getting us uh, all swagged out. I mean, Nike Dry Fit with a little Nuanas now, a little 1029 ESPN radio on there. I mean, if you're watching on the app, look at the sleeve, too. We got a little Nuanas now logo on there, too. I mean, it's good stuff. Clean, uh, subtle, yet uh, sharp. Got to love it. Hour one of the books, uh, hour two coming at you. We'll talk NFL with Brooks Nuanas. We'll also talk some rivalry with Brooks. And we'll talk to Joey Thomas, an All-American cornerback for the Montana State Bobcats, who's now a defensive coach at the University of Texas. Big hour number two coming right at you. Keep it right here, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine Delans of the Advocates if you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions, that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.